everyone, I'm Lucy and you're listening to Season 7 of Space to Learn. The podcast is all about confidence, mindfulness and being yourself, all from the perspective of a third year university student in the UK. There's a mix of solo and guest episodes, so it's the perfect space to learn something new about what your authentic self looks like and how to express that in the best way possible. I hope you enjoy and I'm so happy to have you here. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Space to Learn and I'm Lucy. Long time no speak. Honestly, it feels like ages since I've sat down and recorded on my own, which it kind of has been. It's been, I think, over a month, which is a long time considering I normally do these every week. I have recorded guest episodes for the last three weeks, which is why I haven't been doing the solo ones on my own sat in my bedroom. And then I had a week off as well where I was just kind of crazy busy with uni stuff and life. Um, So yeah, it's been like a month and maybe even five weeks since I've been in my bedroom recording an episode and I'm feeling good. I'm very ready to get this out. I'm excited. I am recording this on a brand new microphone, which is really cool. You won't be able to tell any difference in the sound quality, I don't think, because it's the same microphone. Um, The old one just kind of stopped working. I'm not sure why. And so they sent me a new one. So it's exactly the same microphone, but it's nice having like a fresh, new, non-scratched, shiny microphone, which feels very kind of, yeah, just feels good. And hopefully maybe I can get the old one fixed and then have two for recording guest episodes, but I feel like it might just have had its day. We shall see. Anyway, that was a bit of a side note. How have we been doing? I hope you've been doing well. There's been a lot of heavy stuff going on in the news recently. And I just want to say, first of all, like if you are Ukrainian or you have any family members who are from Ukraine or any of the neighboring countries or like anything that's close to home or if you're Russian and you're feeling kind of all of the emotions, like there's so many horrible horrible things going on right now and it just feels quite heavy a lot of the time so i want to just say like i hope everyone is okay listening and cut yourself some slack because if you're kind of feeling very if you're like an empathetic person then i imagine you're feeling quite overwhelmed by this and yeah like it's a fine line i think between watching the news and keeping up to date and being aware of the situation and also getting overwhelmed by it and then it leading to you having poor mental health so yeah it's a hard balance to find i think and just try and look after yourselves as best you can and do whatever you can to support ukraine i guess um but yeah anyway i hope you're all okay i hope that if you are a uni student you're coping all right with the craziness of term at the moment i know for me it's it's a lot there's so much going on lectures are kind of ramping up and there's coursework and deadlines and people have started to write their dissertations and it's kind of like a ball of stress in the library at the moment i've just got back i've been had a 9am lecture this morning and then we were just kind of working in the library for a few hours i was there till about two and then it's three o'clock now just headed home and i'm having a cup of tea i stopped off at the lake on the way home which is something I don't normally do but I just like it's a really beautiful day it's blue sky and it's kind of cold but not too cold for March it's not too bad and yeah I just thought you know what if this was it's a bit of a morbid thought but like sometimes this is helpful to think if this is my last day or if this is a day that I won't get to live again how would I like to live it to optimize it and to live the best version of that day it's kind of something that he does in the end of about time 
I don't know if anyone's watched that film, but if you haven't watched About Time, it's such a beautiful film. I love it. Um, and I'll kind of go into it because it's interesting. But at the end of... So the, the main character in this film has the ability to travel back in time to his own timeline. So he can kind of go back and tweak things and do things differently. And he starts off by kind of making loads of mistakes and that sort of thing. And then eventually... Spoilers if you don't want to know. But eventually he realises that the key to a happy life is not going back in time and changing all of the mistakes. It's it's actually about living each day as if you were intentionally going back to that day and kind of noticing all of the wonderful little things that go on, all of the kind of casual magic moments. And yeah, I, I just love that idea. And I think it's hard to do repeatedly, especially when you're exhausted and just low energy. Like I've been for the last well it it's not been prolonged but kind of on and off the last few weeks um just a lot going on a lot of um things to try and fit into my life and I'm just I keep like saying yes to so many different things which is great and I'm really grateful for those opportunities like I love all of the different things I do but it sometimes gets a bit much and I need to learn to say no as I'm gonna go into a little bit later in this episode but yeah I kind of went off on a tangent there Essentially, I decided to go to the lake after my lecture because, you know, life's too short and it was a nice day and being in nature honestly just reminds me that I'm a human without sounding like ridiculously (laughs) dramatic, but it's so calming. It's so, it like helps me to find perspective so quickly more than anything else. Like if I take a 10 minute walk in nature or if I just kind of go to a beautiful spot and stand there and just watch the water and watch the birds and kind of just be in the moment honestly it it just helps me so much it's it's hard to explain but I feel like if you've ever like been for a, a long walk in the countryside or spent any time around water water really has that effect on me it just is so calming um I feel like you'll know what I mean anyway Um, So I'm going to go into my weekly favourites. This is going to be a very chill, chatty, go with the flow episode. I'm just going to kind of let my thoughts take me where they want to go. I've had a couple of things on my mind recently, especially about creativity and how important creativity is to me. So I'm going to chat about that a little bit and probably a few other things as well. So I hope you enjoy. Um, If you're new, then I hope you are enjoying if you're new then hi thanks so much for being here i've had quite a few new listeners lately which is really really fun and i appreciate everyone so much for yeah just being here and for listening and i love building this community of really cool people who genuinely just want to make a good impact on the world so yeah i'm very grateful that you're here and if you want to stay up to date on the podcast you can follow at space to learn podcast on instagram also click the follow button or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts because that just helps you to be notified or to be aware of whenever I upload a new episode. Podcasts are kind of hard to promote I've found. I have Instagram obviously which is useful for doing that but it's hard to convey what the episode's about through purely the episode descriptions and it's hard to kind of get them out other than on social media so yeah following and subscribing is really helpful um anyway weekly favorites so if you're new my weekly favorites is a segment where i just kind of chat about things that i've been enjoying 
in this last week or the last few weeks in this case and it's things like book recommendations and podcasts episodes and yeah things that I've been up to things like habits that have been helping me and etc yeah um and all of that fun stuff so the first thing on my list is a book called conversations on love I'm just going to quickly grab it okay I've got the book now it's called conversations on love and it's by Natasha Lern and yeah it says so after years of feeling that love was always out of reach journalist Natasha Lern set set out to understand how relationships work and evolve over a lifetime she turned to authors and experts to learn about their experiences as well as drawing on her own asking how do we find love how do we sustain it and how do we survive when we lose it and so she's spoken to so many really uh really cool people on their perceptions and understanding of love and it's quite like a niche topic but i think it just is it's quite different to any other any other book or material that i've read on the idea of love and relationships it's kind of a more holistic uh attitude towards it and she speaks about love not purely from a romantic perspective but from kind of seeing the beauty in every day and interactions with strangers and our parents and our friends and like valuing friendship just as equally as any other type of love and valuing family time and it's a really lovely uh perspective on life um i've been kind of underlining a few things in pencil so i might just read out a few and yeah some of the things that i kind of took away um one of them is i wondered if the ugliest shade of unhappiness comes not directly from what you lack but from wanting a different life to the one you're living perhaps that feeling is not a state of longing after all but a way of seeing a choice disguised in a lack of one and in this segment she was kind of talking about how we are making choices all the time and if we choose to kind of be happy with the choices that we make and to just accept them and move on and to make the best of them then that's kind of the key to not necessarily the key to happiness but the a way that we can not be unhappy um and she goes on in this kind of section to say the important thing she explained was not to make the right or best decision but to closely bind yourself to whatever you're living she said you make your life meaningful by applying meaning to it it's not just inevitably meaningful as a result of the choices you've made we were discussing this in the context of choice but i think it applies to circumstance too the romantic relationship or family i wanted would not make my life meaningful only i could and this has just been really helpful for me to shift my perspective on a few things and to think about how i can make my life meaningful and how that kind of comes from myself and no one else it doesn't come from the the things that your parents expect of you or what you kind of are like conditioned to see as a successful life it comes from yourself and that's the only you're like you are the only person that can choose what makes your life meaningful I think that's a really beautiful concept um there's also another part which i was reading i think it was last night that i was reading this um and this section was talking about how to kind of 
practice love and how to even if you don't feel like you are loved or feel like you have love to see that you actually do and it's not about just saying like oh I want a romantic partner oh it's fine like I don't want that I I don't need anything else it's not about denying the fact that you want things and not going after that like if you want a romantic connection then it's up to you to get that but it's not about ignoring all the other amazing love that you have in your life Um, and I think she kind of words it really nicely in this following passage this doesn't mean pretending that you don't want to meet a partner or have a child or make new friends or find whatever love it is that you've been searching for it means being brave enough to hope for what you want but wise enough to know that life is not one love story but many it means trying to build love with a partner if you want one but also in purposeful solitude in creating something that others connect to in a stranger's kind words in friendship in family and in the sometimes bright sometimes gray sky that's always been there all your life it means understanding too that all these forms of love are not given or required they are learnt and earned and i i love that so much i think that's beautiful like if you want something then create it and put yourself in the position to go after it and look for it and be open-minded to the different ways that it could come into your life but don't ignore the fact that you can also simultaneously or just like alongside or in in tandem with all the other types of love like it doesn't have to be one or the other and just because maybe you don't have a romantic partner it doesn't mean that there isn't love in your life and that, that sounds really obvious but I think sometimes we forget that and we get really fixated on what we don't have rather than all of the things that we do and she concludes this chapter with saying that the search for any kind of love I now believe is a continual process of looking in and out looking inwards to understand yourself to be curious about your needs and desires and gifts and flaws to develop generosity and self-compassion and then looking outwards to use the power those things give you to love other people and the life you are living too what I had learned is that you don't really find love at all you create it by understanding that you are part of something bigger a small speck of colour vital to a picture of life like how beautiful is this book I'm loving it it's such a lovely thing to read before I go to bed and I've also been kind of lighting my candle and reading with the candle which is like mega romance (laughs) if you ask me and yeah it's just I love that passage so much I think it's it just sums up everything really um and I think often or more so in the last year or so with the pandemic especially I've spent a lot of time um kind of doing introspective work and like trying to understand myself and things like journaling and yoga and leaning more into spirituality has really helped my do help me do that and I I love that I think it's it's been really rewarding and it's definitely a continual process I'm not going to stop doing that but I think I've kind of forgotten to to look outwards to some extent and like we're all human we all want connection and compassion and to feel loved by other people and it's okay like you don't have to I think there's a lot of emphasis in our kind of pop culture especially for my generation to be completely happy on your own and to you don't need anyone else like you can be a strong independent woman you don't need any kind of like male to to make you feel like you're validated and like obviously that's that's true but it doesn't mean you can't seek out love and want that as well um it's kind of something i think is neglected from what we tend to talk about um 
we're like oh yeah it's kind of a a way to prove that you're a like a really strong woman or a feminist or whatever it is to be completely self-reliant and I am definitely the sort of person who is very very happy being on their own I am more than happy doing things in my own company like I love that but it doesn't mean like you can't spend time with other people as well you know and that's kind of obvious I feel like but just worth mentioning maybe um okay I feel like that's everything on conversations on love I am doing my weekly favorites aren't I wow that was a very very long tangent but I did say this would be an episode of tangents so I guess that's fine um what else have I been loving I really loved my trip to Edinburgh last weekend not last weekend it was so it's Tuesday as I'm recording this and it wasn't last weekend it was the weekend before but yeah I took a trip up to Edinburgh and stayed with my lovely friend Katie I recorded an episode with her which you can listen to it was last week's episode so yeah that was so much fun and just Edinburgh in general I really loved it it was so like such a beautiful place and it was kind of different to how I imagined it I thought it would be quite a not necessarily quiet but less much metropolitan than it was and I think that was a cool blend something I've not really seen before it was a really nice mix of green spaces and beautiful buildings and all the buildings kind of are similar architecture so it felt quite um like coherent style if you know what I mean it was also quite a like bustling city and I really liked that I think it's it's a cool place um in particular I would recommend the Nicholson Cafe which is a Harry Potter cafe and it's where JK Rowling wrote most of Philosopher's Stone um, which is pretty cool and me and Katie were sat on a table right next to the so-called JK Rowling table in the win- in the corner by the window and yeah how cool is that I I love that sort of thing like imagining people in the same position to where they've been like previously and how insane to think that that's just a cafe that used to be a completely normal cafe that she was like conjuring up all these stories from her mind and writing them down and then I don't know 20 years later maybe 25 she the same cafe is now completely taken over by Harry Potter memorabilia and it's kind of all themed around that and people get so excited going there like it's so strange how a place can change based on one person's mind I find that fascinating um so that was a really cool place I also just loved exploring the castle was really beautiful the covered market had a really lovely view up to the castle and I think it was called the Venel or the yeah the Venel I think kind of some cute little steps which led up from the covered market looking over the castle that was a really lovely view of the city um we also went up arthur's seat which i loved made me realize how much i love hiking and i mean it wasn't a proper hike it was quite short but just walking up a hill and seeing the view at the top is there's nothing quite like it to be honest um so i'm excited to hopefully do some trips to the peak district or to the lake district and do some more walking in the middle of term it's honestly so hard to fit that sort of thing in even though i probably could but i'm just exhausted by the weekend so maybe i try and do that that could be a good aim for for march maybe um yeah no it's been a really fun filled few weeks before that i went to stay with my family and yeah just exciting stuff going on so 
it's good i'm also just appreciating being at knots i think whenever i go away then coming back to to nottingham i just appreciate it more i guess that's the same with anywhere but i really love the city it's so like perfect for what i need at this stage of life and like all my friends are amazing and it's so nice just having the independence and being able to go wherever you want to go and i love campus and it's just yeah i'm very happy here which is always nice <laughs> Okay, I'm going to recommend some podcasts now. I've been really, really loving Ali Abdel's podcast, Deep Dive. It's so fascinating. I feel like his content is just, like, never fails to be interesting to me. I don't know how he always manages to have something interesting. I listened to an episode yesterday called How and Why We Play Social Status Games, and it was kind of an interview with Will Storr. I hadn't heard of Will Storr before, but he was quite cool and yeah it was just a really interesting concept because status is something i think i think of in quite a negative light i think of it as quite ego driven and something that i don't necessarily agree with i don't really agree that having a having a better status me- means you're a better person um which obviously it doesn't but there was quite an interesting argument that they gave which is that status is kind of what drives us to be better people and there's different ways that people play the so-called status game which was yeah very interesting so some people play it in terms of dominance and kind of physical power and other people play it in terms of money and like wealth and success and then there's also kind of like a moral way of asserting your status which i hadn't even considered but i guess that's kind of a game that i play um not intentionally but i feel like you need to listen to the episode to understand what i want about because it was it was really interesting um and yeah it's kind of shifted how i feel about being like confident and successful and trying to kind of move up in the world because often that's seen as a bad thing and especially in the i guess like spiritual space um things that i read online it's very much all about just be content with what you have and you don't need anything else and while that is definitely true i think it's it's kind of naive to think that i don't want anything for my future and i definitely do like i'm quite driven and ambitious and that's not a bad thing which i think this episode has helped me to see which is cool um yeah i would recommend all of the episodes on that there was one a few weeks ago i think i probably have mentioned it on the podcast it was called how productivity ruins your life with oliver berkman so good so so interesting and also a psychologist's guide to a meaningful life if you have if you were going to listen to any of the episodes those two would be 100 percent what i'd recommend but i've listened to most of them and they're pretty long but somehow they just go really quickly and i find i can kind of have them on in the background while i'm working or cooking or whatever else so yeah big fan of that and I guess while we're kind of on the topic of creativity and ambition and stuff I have been thinking a lot lately about creativity and this kind of has stemmed from a question that I asked Katie in the episode that we recorded together and the question that I asked her as a graphic design student and someone who is pretty academic but also extremely creative and has chosen the more creative path for her um like tertiary education I asked her the question 
have you ever felt pressure to instead of pursuing a more creative degree pursue a quote-unquote more academic degree and have you ever felt that from like parents or societal pressures or school or teachers and she just kind of said no and I was like that's crazy and like amazing for her I am so glad that she doesn't feel that pressure at all but it genuinely just made me realize oh wait that means that I do because for me to be surprised by her answer that means that I have all of this internal pressure that I'm putting on myself and that other people have put on me and I'm like wow I did not realize this (laughs) and then I was speaking to I have this career mentor through the university which has been amazing if you're a UON student and you're not in your final year 100% recommend the career mentoring program it's been really really good um but yeah I was having a chat with my career mentor and I brought up that conversation I kind of said exactly what I just said and then we were chatting about creativity and how that's actually something that there's a lot of threads of creativity in all of the kind of extracurricular things that I do and now I'm just like wow yeah I really want to embrace this side of myself more and that's so cool like I, I it's hard to to explain because it's only something I've recently become aware of um I wrote a whole blog post on it so if you're interested in kind of reading more about it then go for it I will link that down below but it's hard to put into words because it's not like on the surface I was aware of this so it's not like I value stem subjects over creative subjects on a rational level I think that both have so many uses and are so important and I really dislike how undervalued creative subjects and humanities subjects and arts are compared to sciences it like it really does annoy me and I just didn't realize that like I had those kind of beliefs inside me as well without realizing these subconscious beliefs that have been without me realizing affecting the decisions I make and it's a good feeling uncovering that because then I can work on it (laughs) I also watched a video recently by Struthless who is definitely someone I've mentioned before He's an Australian uh, animator and illustrator and he makes YouTube videos and he is like the most down-to-earth, non-preachy self-help guy on the internet, I think. Um, I love his videos. So this video was called The Drawing Advice That Changed My Life and it's not, it can be about drawing and art but it's not necessarily about that Um, and like I recommend you go watch it, I'll leave a link below. And the advice that he was sharing was given to him by someone he really admires. And he, the advice is essentially not to spread yourself too thinly across a load of different things, but rather to spend your time focusing on one thing and getting really good at that. And yeah, it kind of like (laughs) hit home quite a bit because that is definitely something that I do. I just say yes to a bunch of different things and I really do genuinely love the variety of having a lot of different projects on the go but I think it can sometimes be to the detriment of specific things for example the podcast I would love to spend loads of time promoting the podcast making cool content for it planning the episodes recording all the time and like really investing time in that but I just have so many other priorities as well and a really nice analogy to illustrate this is imagine you have 10 bricks and you're trying to make a cool tower instead of laying 10 bricks out on the floor next to each other you have to stack them up you have to focus on one thing and put the 
resources into that tower and then you can get a tower that's 10 times as tall as all of the flat ones you know as all of the bricks just laid out on the floor um so i'm definitely going to try and do that more i'm not necessarily going to stop or not do any of my other things because i do enjoy them but i think i could definitely adjust the balance slightly and try and focus a bit more on a few on fewer things because it can get really overwhelming sometimes and you're just kind of trying to balance everything and not let the juggling balls fly out your hands kind of situation like not let the plates fall off the spinning sticks um which is obviously not the best place for growth and for getting better at one thing it's just not the best setup for that to happen so yeah that's something that i've been thinking about and i would kind of um invite you to question your own beliefs about creativity because maybe you're listening and there's a project that you've been wanting to try for a while wanting to start maybe you've wanted to start a podcast and you've kind of thought oh i'm not really creative enough to do that i would run out of things to talk about or any any other limiting beliefs how can you kind of challenge those and how can you choose to see it in a different way and if it's something you want to do do it that's kind of what my mentor was trying to encourage me to do if there's something that is important and it's going to be fulfilling like just do it you know um there's there's not actually as many things stopping us as we make out so yeah i think that might be a good place to end this episode um I hope that, like I said at the start, I hope you're doing okay. And if you're not, like my DMs on Instagram are always open just to have a chat or to discuss anything from the episode. I would love to connect with you and I hope that everyone's all right, really. Um, So yeah, this is, I think this is going to be the last episode in season seven. How crazy, how crazy. I was with my family the other day and we were playing a game and one of the questions that my cousin made up in the quiz was uh how many episodes of space to learn is lucy released and i genuinely didn't know i guessed at 70 and it turned out to be 86 so this will be 87 and like that's just insane i i can't really imagine not doing it anymore so it's weird that yeah it's weird that it's been that long but also it feels like it has been a long time but anyway this is the last episode in season seven I hope you've enjoyed if you want to catch up on any of the previous episodes um and if you do like listen then tag me in it on your instagram story i'd love to see people listening to it we've also hit i've just checked my anchor statistics we've also hit five thousand all-time plays of the podcast how cool is that five thousand and fifty four plays so far that is mega cool and i can there's a graph of like the performance over time since july 2020 when i started this to now and it's going up it's going up so that's always exciting it's definitely not for the numbers but it's nice to know that people are listening and enjoying the podcast 81 people listening in the last week that's pretty cool um yeah i genuinely appreciate you being here so much and we'd love to connect so i'll leave this here because i realize i'm just rambling but have the best week and i'll be back again I think I will be back again next week. We shall see. We'll be starting season eight, potentially in two weeks time or potentially next week. We'll see. But enjoy. Have a lovely week and sending lots of love. Bye. Bye.